0: Traveling the Vortex
1: We've joined the Doctor as she travels the Vortex and arrive at episode number 408 where it has a very flat team structure. I'm Keith. I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. How are you guys?
2: That is so not true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this one over here is the Lord High Witch Hunter. Finder, Finder. Witch Finder. Witch Finder, <laughs> witch finder it's General. In, it's in the title. You'd think I'd remember. <laughs>
1: All because of the editing.
2: Yeah. Stupid pause in the middle of the thing that's not there.
0: <laughs> Did you guys have a good week? I guess that's kind of a good point. <laughs> I thought of it that way. I'm I'm excising the demons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's what we're calling tangents now, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Gonna go there with it. Yeah, not a bad week at all. (laughs) Not a bad week at all. We all kind of got snowed in on Sunday here, but uh, Super Blizzard 2018. Yeah, I
1: was pretty impressed by the amount of Blizzard snowness there was.
2: Not only was it impressive the amount of Blizzard snowness there was, but I was impressed with the accuracy of the people telling us the Blizzard snowness was
0: coming. Yeah, me too.
2: And then I got angry at the city for not taking their advice and plowing.
0: And then in turn getting angry at the school because they, <laughs> are, I, I can, kids that. got t- two, two snow days in a row. Holly said, "Holly said in the 14 years that I went to school, I never had two snow days in a row ever. Right. And you guys have had more snow days in the last three years than I had the whole time I was in school, which I think is crazy. But
1: We only had a late start.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I, f- well, I, I figured we
1: would get the day, snow day. I was really hoping, (laughs) because I had had Tuesday up to that point off, and having Monday would have made a full week.
2: Yeah, I took uh, the day after Thanksgiving off, so I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then 501 closed, and Mel had to work because they were doing this electrician thing, and so it was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll uh, sit home with shy. So I had a fifth day with the baby. I was ready to go back to work. (laughs) A lot of baby shark. (laughs) No, she's kind of... It, it, it's it's a funny thing. Baby Shark has now become a catch-all for YouTube. Uh, so, yeah. B-Shark could mean anything. Most of it is still not watchable,
0: but... <laughs> Did you guys have a good holiday? Yeah, it was kind of nice. Went over to my house. I had a first Thanksgiving. I've had, I've had a long time. Wow. Down. I had to work Friday, but... Yeah, I was just one of my folks and had a nice dinner.
2: So. We had Family Thursday and extended family on Friday for lunch which was kind of nice because then it wasn't as big a production <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> We hosted here for Sarah's parents and my mom. How did that? It went, went pretty well.
0: Did you guys watch anything this week?
1: We didn't Well I take that back. We watched the Christmas special. Elmo Saves Christmas
2: Oh! There's an Elmo Christmas special?
1: Yeah it's on Amazon Prime Oh!
2: Alright then. I've seen from, it on there but I've never watched it. It's from like
1: 1990 something so it's rather old I recommend it Alright
2: Sean, did you watch anything? Did I mention The Grinch last week? No I don't think you did no. we, we went and saw The Grinch Which is fun and delightful And very cute And not as good as the Boris Karloff one I mean, it just, you know right. That's a high part uh, of Nothing set. that's going to be... It's better than the Jim Carrey one hmm. um, And a lot of that rides on Benedict Cumberbatch But my one and only complaint is that He's not mean enough And then uh, we went and saw Fantastic Beasts Oh, what'd you think? Uh, it's good. It's very pretty. And Did you think it was dark visually? It's dark visually. And we saw it in IMAX. For more detailed reviews, go to flickswithfriends.com. dot com. dot com. Did
1: you watch anything, Glenn? I did watch anything. Just
2: old cartoons. Old cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was up with uh um uh, was it Superman that you were watching the old Max Flesher or No, I watched uh, Rudolph the Riddle. Rudolph right the Max Flesher
0: one. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched uh last night I watched Jack Frost. I don't know, you know, I, I, I like nostalgic, classic Christmas, and I've been having trouble sleeping lately, so I'll fire a couple of those up and watch them.
2: Do you want me to come over and read to you?
0: I need you to. You read the night before Christmas?
2: No, I have a phone book. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Put <that>? your right out. <laughs> what?
0: A phone book. Yeah, oh, what's that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's an <laughs> really? ancient
2: artifact.
1: Yeah. What's in the news, Keith? Oh, there's so much in the news. First up, did you guys see the image for the New Year's special that they released? I
2: do.
1: Scarf. Sean, what do you not like about the scarf? <laughs>
2: it's too short. It is a pretty short the scarf. The stripes are going the
0: wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't line up with it. No, I mean, you
2: know, she's got it wrapped, I don't know, like 15 times around her neck, but it still only comes up to here, on her shoulders, so it's, it's like... It's hard, hard to tell how right. long it's going to actually yeah, be. It's, it's a scarf. I am fine. I like scarves, so I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I think it's a pretty scarf. Right? <laughs> it is a pretty scarf. And
1: they have confirmed that the episode will air or will take place during New Year's celebration. Yay! Yeah, I saw that too. Um,
2: have they confirmed that the coat changed color? I saw all the cosplayers going bonkers. I over. did not know. It may just be that that particular it's a, coat it's a is lighting thing again. Yeah, yeah, it probably <laughs> is. Because this one really looked beige, and I was like, "I'm not wading into that." Dinosaur. I thought it looked blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's black and gold, Keith. <laughs> <laughs>
0: blue and white right? I'm excited for
1: that yeah also in the news just announced Tom like Baker, an hour ago yeah <laughs> Tom Baker's final season will be the next installment
0: for the blu-ray collection <laughs> so are they doing that because we're getting we've we, because we're getting we just recently got um, uh, Peter uh, Davis first. First I'm guessing they decided well we probably Tom sold messed really that well, up. we need and... to show how we got to this point
2: and well, then they'll go back, and the next one to be released will be Pertwee's last season. <laughs>
0: I, had, yeah. I had sort of hoped that they would do everybody's first season before they yeah. went back and started doing other ones, but I think probably they're looking at the sales of Tom Tom Baker's first season. I'm kind of
1: surprised they're not going back to second Tom's second season, because I think that's critically better planned well, like, so than the final, the, like aside say, from they, the
0: build-up too. Like I say, they, they looked Peter at Ederson. it, though, and maybe thought, well, we don't have. we're not giving people a lot of context here for Peter Davison so maybe we ought to go back and...
2: it may also be simpler from the standpoint that you know when you're releasing these Peter Davison only had three seasons Tom has seven we're going to have to sprinkle more oh, true. maybe they're in, sprinkling the yeah. yeah maybe they are sprinkling yeah. more of Tom's and in. just decided that since Peter was like well we'll go ahead and do this one and then we'll come back to it and I could, I mean, we'll be. do a seventh doctor season and then we'll come back to Tom and then we'll do a sixth doctor and then we'll come back to Tom
0: well they won't do six right away probably <laughs> so yeah no, I, I I, I kind of doubt uh, <laughs> poor sixy yeah <laughs>
2: I like the artwork. Yeah.
0: I'm They're excited about it. Continuing with the artwork. This Same is the style. first time hearing of it, so I'm very excited.
2: It's
1: going to come out February 25th in the UK. There is not an international release announcement yet. Those details will be forthcoming. And, of course, there is going to be a schmattering and plethora of special features. A schmattering.
2: And plethora. And
1: plethora. And plethora.
0: And kinda, going, isn't that kind of contradictory? <laughs> a smattering and a, and a plethora? plethora?
1: That's kind of... A smattering of new bonus features and a plethora of overall new oh, bonus features. Oh, there. I got you. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Do you know what
2: a plethora is?
1: It's also going to include Canine and Company.
0: Wow, okay. Really?
1: I guess, when why? <laughs> when, did, when did it air originally? Was it in between seasons?
0: Uh... I'm not sure what year that came out, but it would have been very late in Tom Baker's runs.
2: So. Maybe that maybe that is year appropriate.
0: I mean, they they it released with. Uh, I know funny. they released it on DVD with Invisible Enemy. Invisible Enemy, yeah. But,
2: but that's because that was Canine's first episode, right? So yeah. He wouldn't have gotten a spinoff until later, but.
0: Interesting. Uh,
1: 1981 was the fir- December 28th, oh, well,
2: 1981. Yeah, it would have yeah. been late. Okay, I'm all right with it. Keith is now. Now I'm gonna go You're gonna have to, to buy it. to pick that <laughs> box set up. Canine and Company on Blu-ray replace my DVD with a Blu-ray set. That, that theme song in HD you surround. Can't
0: replace your DVD until you uh, until they release uh, the season that has Invisible MV. It's true. <laughs> yes, just that disc. Just
1: take the disc out and toss take that it. one <laughs> discount
0: out and toss it. Wait, uh, was that a double disc set? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, Canine and Company got all the. <laughs> All the works, a whole Gotta disc just to it. itself. Yeah, it, it was it was, it was fancy.
0: Speaking of Tom Baker,
1: they are also have announced that the novel based off of his idea for a movie, which then turned he and Ian Martyrs. Yes, he and Ian Martyrs idea for a movie turned into a Doctor Who script is going to be novelized. Scratch Man, which is going to it's, be.
0: Co-written Is it just called Scratchman? That's what this is. The Doctor ori- Who Scratchman. The original title was going to be Doctor Who and the Scratchman. They dropped the and uh. for the novelization. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this article doesn't mention, but I had heard somewhere that it was going to be also co written by James Goss. Oh. To help novelize it. But this article doesn't say anything about it. So I don't I'm pretty sure Tom's
0: not writing it on his own. Yeah.
1: He is doing the audiobook. Cool. Which we will be able to pick up. Uh, that comes out January 24th. And else? is. I'm assuming everywhere since the book. Terrific.
2: <laughs> it hasn't been announced yet, but I'm sure he'll be doing the Big Finish audio version. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually.
1: Point. Speaking of Big Finish. Speaking of Big Finish, there's a lot of Big Finish news. First up... Mags is returning for a story with the Seventh Doctor.
2: <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Who? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel compelled to comment on this because it was, it was twofold. We just had the conversation about Big Finish is grabbing anybody and everybody that they can and let's shoehorn some more stories in there with the, you know... Uh, That guy that played that guard from episode 15. Yeah, we'll bring him back and we'll do something. They are? Yeah. You didn't hear that one? Wow, I didn't hear that.
1: That's an exciting one. With
2: with, with new monsters. Oh! Wow. In a box set with River Song. (laughs) Anyway, um, so we, we just had the absurd level of, wow, there's a lot of stuff coming out. And then this news hit. And my first instinct was to go back to what I had said when we watched Greatest Show. I was like, man, I want Mags as a companion, because she was cool. (laughs) That's
1: why they're bringing her back.
2: And I'm now eating my words from last week. (laughs) Damn you, Big Finish. She got me again.
0: (laughs) Uh, So it's going to be some
1: three main range adventures with Mags and the Seventh Doctor. That's kind of cool, actually.
0: Yeah. As long as they don't bring back that girl from uh, Delta the Bannerman. (laughs) I'll be okay with oh, that. God, please, no. <laughs> Big
2: Finish presents Delta and the Doctor. <laughs> or oh, she went Delta, though. I went
0: Delta, though. No. I can't remember her name. I was trying so hard to forget yeah. her voice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Other bits of Big Finish news. The Time War is continuing. It's time in a box set for Gallifrey. Oh, They've cool. announced the t- Gallifrey, the Time War. Volume 1, 2, and 3.
2: Wow. and 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 the, i think the biggest piece of the news for me in regards to that is who's
1: in it? Lola Ward? <laughs> she's been in olive governor. I a know, long. but the
2: the, the the fact that we are now getting a, a
1: confirmation that she was alive during the time can, of the war.
2: confirmation and canonical she's still president
1: all the way up oh, to Oh, does it say oh. she's still president? Uh, yes. Come okay. On. Yes. Oh, okay. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Rassilon's there, so not for long. No, well, yeah, but that, I'll be.
2: That's a knockdown dragout. I'm ready for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And our last bit of big finish news is we are getting a Rose Tyler box set. Mm.
2: That, that's that's mean. I'm sorry Yay. of her
1: time in Pete's world. I think of that'll be kind of neat. How she gets to get back to, you know, our universe. Complete
0: with Camille Cordry and the guy who played Pete. I like that. I think that's a great idea. It's an area that hasn't been farmed. If you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. (laughs) Why was that directed (laughs) to (laughs) me? Sheesh,
2: Glenn. (laughs) That, That, um, yeah, okay.
1: It also has Clive back in it.
2: Oh, well, then, yeah.
0: (laughs) Clive, now. There's a guy that's... But not Mickey?
2: Not Mickey. Clive should have his own box set. (laughs) He should. Unexplained occurrences and events and whatnot. No, I just feel... I understand why, because that, for me, falls under the prequel rules where...
0: Well, hang on. Let's put... You know the second reason why. The first reason why is money. (laughs) Well, yeah. The second reason why... Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I have a given, but but
2: no. The 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 first reason why I would be upset over that is that oh. it's a prequel rule that it, I know she's going to get there. I know that there's no danger you can put any of these characters in within. Well, that can be
0: said about any big
2: finished stuff. Sorry. yeah, but it's different.
0: I mean, no, it's not. Big no, because they,
2: they've they pulled the wool over my eyes but on but more than the, one.
0: Well, they maybe they will on this one. Nah, That's my point. Not. I mean, everything that we Big Finish is doing in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth Doctor ranges are all prequels.
2: I understand that. <laughs> And there's a part of me that's like mm, pretty cool. <laughs> if you're going to do a Rose story, I would much rather see Rose after she gets back and goes on adventures. But I understand the reason you can't do that is because now you've introduced the clone tenth doctor as a love interest and there's no way to reconcile that and make people happy. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, it just true. that that's an area you have to stay away from. So if you're going to do Pete's World, you've got to do this opening versus this opening. I get it. I just don't know that well, I think
1: it's a good idea. I think it's what's crazy. interesting about it is the fact that she's not going to fight alien threats or actual villains. It's issues... It's like with... going to the mall. and Yeah, exactly. Shopping. Visiting <laughs> grandma. <laughs> they are instead focusing on like human <laughs> characters and conflicts with them. And a dying universe. So it's more of situational as opposed to threats. Ah. Or villains, I guess, more than threats. There are threats, but there's not you know, Daleks or Cybermen she has to defeat on her own. It's other issues. It'd be interesting to see how they, they make that work.
2: I, again, that's probably also Listen a to Rose idea. deal
1: with her issues. <laughs> and miss the doctor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're not instilling me with a lot of confidence, I like, gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: a trailer you can go listen to, Sean. Maybe that will Maybe I'll go listen, the listen to the trailer. With, uh, Hope. The Dimension Canon, coming out in September 2019. September.
0: Year, so quite a ways away. Any other big finish news? That is all the big uh, finish. No news. segue. Okay. Well, what's next? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the last bit of news comes from our friends over at Candy Jar Books. They announced today a new book, a new novel called "Downtime: Children of the New World." There's downtime Two. Downtime Two. Children, two of children of the, children of the world. New World. By Andy Frankham
2: Allen. Oh, I'm so excited. Which reunites the Brig and Kate.
0: Oh, I'm so excited.
2: Are you sure it wasn't downtime Two Electric Boogaloo?
1: (laughs) I tried to convince Andy to name it that, and he just wouldn't go for it.
0: And he said, did Sean put you up to that? Um, (laughs) I'm excited. I can tell you're excited. So excited.
2: The excitement waves pounded off of you through the computer screen (laughs) when we got that news earlier. (laughs) I felt I felt like I had to push myself away from the desk just a little bit so that I wasn't knocked back across the room from the excitement. Although, you know,
0: it 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 it, it will jive with the um, uh, real-time video, not so much the book novelization of of the story, but There's there, there's a okay. there's a book. <laughs> I'm going to go in there again. <laughs> I am so I'm more excited about that than Tom coming out on season what was his last season? 26? Final season. That's <laughs> <Seven. laughs> pretty exciting. Yeah. It picks up
1: the story told in downtime, which saw the Brig and his daughter join voices with Doctor Who companion Sarah Jane and Victoria to defeat the Great Intelligence. Although a sequel to the novel is intentionally written to stand on its own. So if you don't know... Or I can't get a copy of Downtime. You can still read this and be okay.
0: Well, I'll, I'll help you get a copy of Downtime. <laughs>
2: Please direct all inquiries to Glenn at travelingthevortex.com. Traveling the Vortex cannot be held liable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to direct him to a place to buy a legal copy oh, of Downtime. Okay. I'm not going to give him a bootleg or something. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Which so I might, you can I might have two or three versions of.
1: CYA. <laughs> um. <laughs> you can pre-order a standard paperback, or there's a limited hardback edition, which will be signed by Andy Franklin <gasps> Allen. Well, that's, that's what I'm getting right now. And there. will feature an exclusive forward by the original Kate Lethbridge-Stewart actor, Beverly Cressman.
0: Oh, cool. That's neat. So...
2: I've Good There's Authority only... will also feature an exclusive forward by Glenn Bartlett saying, This is how long I've hounded Andy in writing this story.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm just ecstatic. You better get busy you, writing that. You
0: remember what was it, three, four years ago oh, when yeah. I was I brought up downtime and I kinda got a yeah, well, we don't really count down down look at look how far we've come. <laughs> <laughs> He's made it all work just for you. He has made it all work just for me.
1: There's only gonna be fifty copies of that. Hardback. Really. Oh, i so better
0: my get my order on that in quickly.
1: now. Put my order in now. They also announced that uh, The Forgotten Son, Mutually Assured Domination, and Havoc Files 2 are getting reprinted. I saw that. With new covers, With which new I covers. think are
2: pretty sharp. Yeah. Okay, so now my question was, I saw that piece of, that piece of news and was like, ooh, cool, because I, I really, really like the new artwork. I do, not know if I've said that or not, but I really like the art artwork. Um, but then I was confused. Were those sample covers of the stuff that's coming? Or are is it just those three? Just these three are getting just reprinted. Just those three
0: were officially announced.
2: At this time. Okay.
0: Yes. <laughs> he adds the at this time. At this time. At this time.
2: The Omni Rumor is not true. At this time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not wrong. Sean, what do you think of the art? Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's gorgeous
2: art. It, it really is. I mean, it, it was you know, we we started with gorgeous artwork, so it was like, how can it's you, how been, can you prove art, it? Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. It's sharp. And it's still, you know, it still echoes back to the, you know, it's not a complete reworking of it. It's still yeah, used elements the, of it.
1: the current, the old images and just, they didn't redraw anything. They just reworked, reworked their Brought style. Brought them
2: into the new style. Yeah. Which, of course, I think is just a clever ploy to uh, get at those of us that are a little... Uh, Twitchy about covers to
0: buy another <laughs> buy set <more> of
2: books <laughs> <clears throat> Andy. They're clever.
0: That's it for news. Cool. Shall we move on to feedback?
2: Yes.
1: Our feedback this week comes from Holly.
2: And Holly writes. The Witch Hunters. Hey guys, have to say this was a good episode that kept my attention. Alan Cummings as King James was good. The only other role that I have seen him in was on the CBS show called Instinct.
1: What? Surely you've seen X two.
2: Yeah. He was Nightcrawler in the X-Men movies.
1: He was movie. He was only in one of them. Well, he was only in one of them. He was in
2: he was in, he was in the good one. He was in X two. He, he he was he was um I'm Invincible and in Goldeneye and uh, Um
0: The Spy Kids.
2: One of those. I don't remember which yeah, one. he was in by Kids 2, I think. Two. Say. Is it two?
0: No, maybe it was the first one.
2: He's in that one. Go we'll look him up. He's the
0: antagonist in one of those. Instinct.
2: <laughs> Great. I'm sorry, Holly. I'm, I'm playing with you. <laughs> Great moments again with the Doctor and companions and who they were with at the time. The Morax made an interesting villain as well. Also got to love the use of the psychic paper. I'll wrap it up here. Holly from Wisconsin.
0: Thank you, Holly. And I, I, I sort of think Holly has been very consistent. Uh, eight episodes of Doctor Who now this season, and every one of them she has submitted c- feedback. I challenge you at the end of series eleven to come up with a uh, a feedback song specifically for Ooh. Holly. Okay. I think she deserves
2: it. I think she deserves it. I'll go one step further. Now, I'll... granted,
0: she's got to sit me back for the next three, but. <laughs> yeah, the,
2: the pressure's on now, Holly, because we are including the holiday special. Right. you, right. you got it, so you've got three. No, wait a minute. No no, 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 that's part of the season.
0: No, that's just going to give you longer to write it. I just want you to have three weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, to the holiday special. To the holiday special. So you've got three more episodes that you've got to send in your feedback for. And I'm going to one-up Glenn. I'm going to say if you send us feedback on those other three uh, specials, Holly, since you've been so diligent and, and uh, dare I say, religious about it, I'm going to dip into the prize vault and send you a little something. Ooh. As a thank you for, for being there. So that it doesn't feel like we're shouting into the You'll void. you get the key week. to the vault
0: from Keith. But... I know where he keeps it. <laughs>
2: It's in the coffee can behind the stove on, on the shelf.
0: Keith, if other people want to send feedback, <laughs>
1: how can they do that? They can send it to directly to feedback at trailinthevortex.com, or if you are on our website uh, looking at any of our posts or clicking on uh, any links within there, you can click on the tab that says send us feedback and just fill out that form. Or if you happen to see one of our posts on Facebook and click through to our profile, there's also a send us an email option, which will send it to all the same place.
0: Yay. Well, shall we do our review? Let's. Yes, let's.
1: The Dr. Ryan Graham and Yaz arrive in the seventeenth century Lancashire. Link I practiced that earlier. I so <laughs> it off. It's Lancashire. Lancashire and become embroiled (laughs) in a witch trial run by the local landowner. As fear strikes, stalks the land. The arrival of King James I only serves to intensify the witch hunt. But is there something even more dangerous at work? Can the doctor and friends keep the people of Bilehurst's crag, safe from all the forces that are massing in the land?
0: Yay!
2: I really like this one. (laughs) Fake job.
1: I thought you were... I, I kind of assumed... I you meant, like, I totally missed it. What was he doing? He held up his phone like he had the horn. Oh, 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 oh. Doesn't translate well to audio.
0: Hang on. Let me find it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. What would you think?
2: I really liked it. Why, why did you really like why it? Why did I really like uh, it? It wasn't... You've been ker- the most critical, so you got to start and tell us why you liked this. It wasn't Kerblam. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, what did you think? <laughs> um... We, we we've had episodes very similar to this where we've landed in a historical and I'm using air quotes period that has alien influence and it was like oh great yes I, I we, I've missed this we haven't really had one like oh, this this would be a
0: historical this fits the yeah. qualifications because we have an actual no, this oh, would okay. be a period no this would be historical period land into pieces into places where everything is made up but it happens to fit in a certain oh, okay. time frame. Historicals are when it they show up and they meet historical uh, people with historical events. Now, so Rosa the, was historical. Histor- or, you know, Rosa was Punjab historical Punjab was historical. was historical. Well, we don't real people, well, real events, but. The event was happening, but that doesn't necessarily... Usually, the other caveat to that would be you have to have an actual familiar character from history. Now...
2: Always an asterisk. There's,
0: there's, there's an asterisk for this particular story because there's no record of this happening because of the events that happened in this, and it only has a historical character in this one. So this one also blurs that line as well. But Okay, so... In the, in the, in the grand scope of things, it
1: happened in events that it ha- occurred...
0: Yes. But you could say that about any period piece because <laughs> there's something going on at that time that you can look at the history book and say this was happening at this time. So But if it's well, some of those don't name drop those.
2: So your home, <laughs> your homework assignment is to go back through 55 years of Doctor Who and put asterisks next to all the ones that are historicals but not really so that I can keep it straight.
0: Hey, I'm the one that came up with periods, so let's go, <laughs> let's and, then, go then,
2: and then you have to defend your position. <laughs> um, but I don't, we, we haven't, I don't feel like we've had a, uh, whereas the others were more, and I'm going to use air quotes again, true historicals because there was no alien influence. It was just the people. I mean, okay, Rosa well, had an alien influence.
0: I'm going to jump in here again. There are no pure <gasps> historicals. They no. all have a sci-fi element to them, so you can't use that as a marker for historical. That's my point
2: historicals are... The Aztecs.
0: But still, there's a element of the fact that you've got time travelers in the Aztec times. So. Yeah. Same thing with the gunfighters. Yes, those are the ones that are probably closest to what you're defining as a historical, uh. but the point is, there's still a sci-fi element to all of them. Well, because it's a historicals sci-fi Historicals have to do with the fact that they show up in events that are, happened, that are recorded in history, and there's always somebody, a name that's been recorded in the history books as well so that's my the point. That's the division. yes exactly that, that's historical yes that is historical that's my point okay but but so is i'll expect your book report by the end so... of the week
2: <laughs> <laughs> go proceed, proceed. My, my point is we haven't had one of those this season that has felt right because the only other ones that we've had in this vein <laughs> Rosa, which did have a time travel interference element to it, but he was not very cool uh and then demons of the Punjab, which didn't it was more of a pure event in the past that <laughs> might be might be history, but we don't know because they didn't name drop anybody in the episode there are you happy um so i I liked the fact of that i like that that we, we we got
0: why didn't why the, didn't it have uh a- why do you say Punjab didn't have a... I
2: think what he's
1: trying to say is this one had a...
2: There was no but, alien in Punjab.
0: There was. Yes, there was. The Watchers. The people who watched... There was no alien. Oh, yeah, there menace. was. Well, but they but they weren't
2: influencing things. They just bit. They were just there.
0: Well, yeah, but they were there, and that was the why, reason why the guy thought they were seeing demons. So they were influencing things, because they were influencing the people to think that demons were... They just were... weren't evil.
2: Okay, well, then you just made my point, because all three of these that have happened so far this season have been episodes that I've liked, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, let me let me let me back up so I can get there. I, I liked the setting. I liked the, the the feel of it. I enjoyed once again the character interactions. I loved the, the the pairing offs. I love Alan Cummings. He's just he's fantastic in just about everything. If you're not familiar with him, other than from instinct, go look him <laughs> up because he's really good in just about everything he does. Um, and I, once again, in in true. Fantastic historical Doctor Who fashion. I went and did some research on King James afterwards because I was curious. I didn't. Re, I honestly didn't know that he wrote a Bible. That there was a Bible. I didn't know that. that you didn't was the, know
0: there was a Bible. Well, I didn't know that was the same guy. The King James Bible. Yeah. You you knew there was a Bible. I you knew didn't there was know a, this guy was connected. I knew there was a Bible okay, all right. called did the King James edition. Okay. I didn't
2: know that, and I knew that there was a King James in in history. I never thought to put the two of them together. Oh, okay. so yeah, I, I know I'm a heathen. Come on, anyway. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> To defend you, <laughs> there. Who knows uh, how
1: many King James were there? Uh, two so far, I. Think. Okay, I thought there were more than that. But no, there, I think, there's yeah, you mean, with, would with, think right? with British royalty, you never know how many
0: kings or queens with James. there were. Yeah, there's, it could have been any. There were a few king. rich. I just watched a uh, YouTube thing on the hi, the timeline of kings oh, really? brenda
2: I... is at home right now <laughs> <laughs> tepity, 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 tepity. Um, i'm sure we'll
1: find have, out next week regardless there could have been multiple king jameses who, and any one of them could have written the bible yeah,
2: but either. wouldn't it
0: have been the king james the second bible if it was the second one i mean they don't much. call him the first you don't say king james the first until after the second i comes never along. thought of
2: that connection either what the, the king james the second bible I, yeah Okay, cool. go. <laughs> no, I. That's another. I'm I'm a very very um, I'm a very clueless <laughs> individual when it comes to royalty. I think I've made that point on multiple multiple occasions now. Oh, I just,
0: I'm no expert. So.
2: I never put those two things together. It makes total sense. the Rise of the Roman Catholic. Yeah, okay, but I just never thought about it. So that to me was something new that I learned um, from the episode, which you know, <laughs> Doctor Who's teaching you history. Look out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also learned that uh, he was the first um, first king to rule both Scotland and England at the same time. If I'm not mistaken, and so that was kind of a big deal. Anyway, um, so I I like that. I like the characterization. And we're sitting there watching it, and it was full of these little moments. Like, okay, we're going to put the woman in the thing, and if you drown, you're innocent, and if you survive, you're a witch. And Mel looked at me and went, "What?" It really highlighted the absurdity of the
1: witch trials. Well, and
2: that's what I said. Like, everybody laughs really hard at Monty Python when you know? So she weighs the same as a duck. She's made of wood, and therefore a witch, because you can burn wood, right? Everybody laughs at that, but it's not that far off no, from what and was really going a, on. That is
0: exactly what they did in the witch trials in the UK at the time. They that was how they judged them: if they drowned and they were not a witch, and if they survived, they were. Well, wasn't there pretty similar to Catch 22, for even the ones, which trials here? Catch 22. Well, it was, it was, it was, if they don't burn, they're not yeah, a match.
2: Yeah. Okay. But um, so it was full of those kind of moments that I really, I, I just really appreciated and enjoyed. Um, the interactions between King James and Ryan. <laughs> 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 Nearly having to beat him off with a stick. <laughs> it was just fantastic. Um, and. This, this, finally, we, we, we kind of got to that moment where I've wondered how they were going to get there. We have a female doctor. At some point, it's got to be addressed within an episode. Just, they're, they're going to do it. I'm not saying I wanted it to be addressed, but I've kind of just been oh, waiting. The,
0: the absurd sexism of history. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: And this was the way to do it to put her in a historical period where the sexism was so rampant and not just anybody calling her out, (laughs) the King of England calling her out on it and putting her in her place and not really being able to fight back against that. I thought that was really cool. Not because I'm a sexist, but because it 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 was a justifiable reason to call it out versus any of the number of things they could have done which would have been horrible
1: which and for the most part up till now they've pretty much ignored the gender switch
2: yeah and and, and that this know, is our first
1: true in-depth acknowledgement that it's a, she's a different gender now
2: and it uh, we've we've had little line drops but nothing yeah nothing it's, concrete it's no plot that, points yeah exactly and, and this is,
0: I I agree with that because they have, they have addressed it they, they've on dropped, a minor they've level, yes. but uh, this is the first time it became a plot point. Yeah, that's what I mean.
2: And and this was the way to do it. It wasn't going out and inventing a futuristic society where, you know, all the women were, were slaves and, you know, you, you didn't have to go there. You just had to look back in our shady past and go, yep, there's a good chapter to pull from and present it. And so now I feel like that's done. We don't have to do that again. We don't have to acknowledge it again. We've done it and we can move on from it. And so that to me is almost a monkey off the back of the people who have been, it's like, here, we did it. Okay. Are you happy? And we did it well, move on. So I thought that was really cool. Just from that standpoint that it was, it was something that they finally acknowledged, but they did it so well that now it's like, you don't have to ever go back and do it again. You brought it up. You did it. Boom, done. Um, I loved the interplay during that scene where my hero Graham (laughs) comes to the... You know, just whips out the sonic. Oh, you're the assistant. What? It must be him. And Graham's like, yep. (laughs) Came down from the northern chapter. And he's just on it. He's just... He's just BSing his way through. I love that Graham has so much random, useless information <laughs> at his fact point. That because he was a bus driver, he knew all about the Rosa Parks stuff. That in this one, he yeah, I took the tour. I know all about that. This wasn't on it. We don't, you know. I
1: love Graham. And that's one of the that's one of the nice things of having that sort of things lie at the feet of a, a companion who's older. Yeah, it's believable that he would go on this sort of thing, or just know all this random knowledge because he's been around longer. If it was Yaz or Ryan, it would be a little harder pill to swallow.
2: Yeah, I, I took the ghost tour for class. Mm, you know, you could make it work, but Graham totally buy it. Yeah, this is something he does on weekends with Grace, and they just went out and you want to take the tour? Yeah, let's go take the tour. Okay, I I just I love the the, the humanity that Graham brings to the role is just. It's just awesome. Um, I liked the fact that once the slimy mud tentacle people showed up and then turned into zombies, the episode timber changed tonally. It became oh, this is actually kind of kind of I don't want to say scary, but it's it's kind of the it's kind of intense. The mud zombies bit. were kind of creepy. Yeah, creepy. Good good word. Um, okay. Yeah. It's, we're, we're getting some 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 creep vibe. Whereas before it was kind of humorously done in a sad way, but this was this was more of a ooh okay. This went straight up creepy. And as we got through the resolution of that, they went and grabbed the axe, and Mel was like, "Why do they want the axe? Why?" Do they? And I was like, "Well, it's got to be like the control rod to a spaceship or something." And she stole it. Or didn't see at all that oh this was the lock, and that she built the stupid chair out of the tree. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I you know. I don't know, it just it, it, it felt like a um, it felt like a proper good big finish adventure. And it, it was it was it was a a roaring good time and it had good performances and I thought the makeup was good. Uh, once again, fantastic location shoots. It was a field and some mud, you know, but it, it it looked good. I liked it. It made me happy. Mel did not. Mel didn't like it at all. She thought it was boring. She didn't think it was as boring as Cablan, I'm didn't in like your it.
0: seat from last week because I really? thought, yeah, I thought it was boring.
2: Uh, now I need to defend it more.
0: I thought it was boring. There were a lot of not nothing going on. I th- I was really disappointed with the fact that the companions just are doing things. They aren't doing anything productive. They're just doing things. Um, I agree. I loved the uh, little dynamic between the king and Ryan, Brian, Ryan, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, uh, by the time we get into the end of left, this series, right? I'm going to get it right. Uh I did like the little dynamic. I, I, I don't. You, you, you said beat him off with a stick, and I felt like that it was. I thought there was a lot of subtlety there. I thought that it was obvious, the tension that the king was generating, but I really felt like Ryan. Bryant Ryan handled it really well. He would have these quick, clever things to say yeah. that would, you know, so that it wouldn't escalate. And I thought that was great. Yes. I thought that worked so well. I thought that was perfect. Um, Alan Cumming as as the king was terrific. I absolutely loved his performance. He was really good. I just I I thought it was it was there was a lot of times it was boring. And again, and I come from the perspective you had last week is I had predicted what was going to happen. I, thought, oh, I, felt really? it, I felt it was very predictable that yeah. she was probably uh, being influenced and she was old. Ultimately she's possessed, but I think I kind of got to that when they got to the fact that she'd released the tree after we had seen the or release, the beans after we'd seen the mud monster. So I thought, Oh, the mud monster must be in her. And I also, even to the point thought, these creatures must be coming after her, and that's why she has an axe under her bed, because she's afraid of them. Now, ultimately, the axe also played in the fact that that's what she cut the tree down with. But I I just I saw all that really early on, and so then I'm in a position of, okay, let's just get there and reveal this stuff so that I can be right, and ultimately I was right. And that's another thing. When I watch episodes, a lot of times I go, I, I've guessed it. I've, I've figured it out. And then they get to the point where I realize, oh, I hadn't figured it out, and so it makes it even more exciting. So to get to these points and go, okay, I saw that coming. I saw. It.
2: So that's very much what I went through yeah, last week.
0: I don't think it was a bad episode. In fact, I, I'm still enjoying. it. I'm enjoying the performances. I just felt like the the companions are very underserved. I think Graham has some great lines. I think he's he's got the most to do. I think as far as uh, the uh, dialogue goes, but Yaz and 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 Ryan had nothing to do but follow well ryan follow him around and yas when she goes to find the girl to investigate what's going on there that's really her only scene the rest of the time is her just kind of wandering around with them so um the other thing that i had not going into it the benefit of was the uh ignorance of the of the time i i knew who king richard was or king james was I knew who, uh, I, I knew about how they did the the witch trials. I knew, you know, I just, there was a lot about it that wasn't a revelation to me because I knew about the time. I knew about the, the in fact, I was telling Caitlin because we started watching it. And she said, how, you know, the witch trials, I just, I don't understand it, period. So I was, even before they started showing us the dunking chair, I was telling her about, well, this is how they would he'd test witchcraft back there. And I basically explained to her how they did it. And then they showed it to us, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so it's gonna be it's gonna be that. It's, so, it's that." it's that episode. Yeah, I was already already going there by the time we got there. So again, it's I can I, reversing perspectives. Like if everything that you talked about last week with Capernaum that I didn't agree with, now I'm looking at it from another perspective and going, I agree with all of the points you're making, but. For me, I was in that position this week where it's like, eh, this is just an okay episode. I will give you the
2: companions were a a little underutilized from the standpoint that, and and this has kind of been an ongoing thing over the whole season. They run from point A to point B and back. Go check that out and come back and report. Go check that out and come back and report. And so many of the episodes have featured that. And when this one happened, I'm going to go check on her. Okay, I'm going to go over here with these guys. Bring a phone. (laughs) <laughs> you can doctor these things up that you can call anywhere in the universe you can call each other Yeah. you don't need to run back and go find the doctor pull it out and go dude there was a mud monster here you know That's a good <laughs> I mean, point. the other thing on. is
0: too this is this kind of thing is bound to happen with this many uh, companions yeah. and, and I think they've been doing a really good job for the previous seven episodes to give them all something to do. There are a few where I think they, they, they're they weaker, but so when it comes across an episode where it is very much nothing for them to do, I'm almost a little more forgiving because I'm like, okay, you've done a really good job so far.
2: Well, we had a huge influx of, you know, additional cast members this yeah. week and and that. To your other point, as far as uh, being uh, predictable with the, uh, the one lady, the lady of the manor, um, I feel in a way kind of bad. Once they established her as a religious zealot, just kind of rolled with it. Because we've so had I. so many religious zealots oh, that yeah, are... Yeah. You know, we all... Yeah, they're, they they can be that crazy. And so the fact that she was alien-influenced really didn't even factor into it. And then once it did, it was like, Oh, okay, I guess I kind of like her marginally better now. <laughs> she's not just committing murders in the name of, you know, not she's having Satan genuinely around.
0: genuinely scared and thinking that she's having to excise Satan.
2: But um, See, and I was we've been monopolizing this keith go for it
1: i was really enjoying it and the more the aliens started coming into it the less i enjoyed it because i i because this season has so far tried to subvert my expectations every time with every episode of here's what i know what doctor who normally does and we're going to do something slightly different we're going to focus more on the racism in rosa as opposed to whatever alien menace there might be the aliens and demons of the Punjab aren't actually, there manipulating things and just there more more to observe. I kind of went in expecting that and was disappointed when I got a more. You got a, you got a Doctor Who story. I got a standard Doctor Who story <laughs> and I was disappointed by it. Because the material was so ripe that you could have done so much just with them trying to stop a religious zealot of the time period. There, There's enough there that they could have done it and i think that might have been a better story that being said as it played out it was oh okay yeah all right okay that makes sense
2: i wonder if you have to even in a uh, science fiction setting like doctor who when you go the religious zealot route even I if it's a feel like you have to
1: justify it so you he, don't piss off the yeah. the people of the same religion
2: i i just wonder if that was maybe they uh, let's soften that edge up just a little bit and push more on the alien influence and just to make sure that were there it It, could be i don't know it
1: also kind of felt a lot to me like the um i'm blanking on the episode title the episode written by rona monroe
2: last season oh um survival uh no the other one (laughs) the other one
1: (laughs) because of the you know underground almost locked prison type thing oh oh yeah that Uh, that whole aspect of it felt very scotland yeah Felt very uh, familiar to me. What was that called? called? What was that one With called?
0: With that uh, dimensional gate and the beastie. Yeah. God, I don't know what it was
1: called. That being said, I thought the the mud creatures were very creepy, and I was once they revealed, oh, here's the alien menace. I wasn't quite sure what direction they were gonna go until they revealed it, and then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's. I should have seen that coming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the eaters of light. That's yeah, what it was yeah, called. Yeah. yeah. I knew it had one of those weird titles but
1: <laughs> it was an okay story as far as I'm concerned yeah, the, the fact that it's Alan Cumming as King James elevates it a little bit more than anything any of the other stories but as far as the it's a solid story it just didn't live up to my hopes and the expectations this season has had so far as in in the scope of Doctor Who this is a good historical but in the scope of the season it's lesser yeah, agreed. Because everything I, I, else I'm, in the season I has been I completely agree with you. I completely
0: yeah. agree with you on that.
1: I, I can't... There aren't major plot holes that I can think of in the story that I can pick at. No. It's just not what I wanted, I guess, more than anything else.
0: It's, not, it's just not as entertaining as some of the ones that have come before. There's no. There are no flaws had, as far as plot goes. Had but. this
1: been the first historical of the story, I probably would have loved it up and down. But after Rosa, after Demons of the Punjab, it's just a disappointment because we're not tackling as much of the other issues that we could have in maybe the historical
2: that's, setting. That's an interesting point, is that maybe the reception would be better had this come earlier in the season before we went waiting.
1: Well, and I think that's part of, not to pick on you or anything, but that's part of why I think you like this one more, is it fits your this-is-my-Doctor-Who mold oh, yeah. way more than anything else this season has done. Yeah, no, it, it definitely... It's, not, it's in your comfort zone. Yes, and I've, I will totally agree I've with I've been that. enjoying the fact that it's put, taken us out of our comfort zone so much that to be put back into it feels like a disappointment.
0: I agree, I agree. It's it's almost like a return to the status quo. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think there was a little bit of that last week, too, and I didn't recognize it until now. That Part of why I thought last week was just an okay episode was it felt a little bit more back to a status quo.
2: Well, when you're dealing with Doctor Who and you're dealing with a show that's and you know, fifty-five 50 years, years. <laughs> you know, we've we've got alien invasion, base under siege, you know, the ten little Indians. You know, the, you've, you've got those bump, 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 bump beats throughout it. Yeah. And so, there's only so many of those that uh, I think it was Tolstoy that said there are only three stories. There's man goes on a journey, stranger comes to town, and Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's all you've got. So. Yeah. Um, the fact that they've been doing it for this long, is kind of like, all right, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla episode. I'm okay with that.
1: Has Big Finish t- done a story in the witch, uh, trials Surely. previously? Okay. Because that's not such a that good, I'm familiar it's such with. a good setting for them to do it's it with. It's possible though.
2: Well, I think that was one of the other things that I appreciated about it is, is like, boom, witchcraft. And we're dealing with three modern day companions. We're dealing with the doctor. Everybody knows that witchcraft is not a thing.
0: But we, we oh, we, but it is because there was those gals that uh, from I can't remember what they were called. No, oh, the, the word, the demons. word, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, we we didn't have to go through the whole witchcraft isn't a thing. I mean, we did. We we had right, to right, right. hit. We had to. Oh hit yeah, the, they had to drive that point. We home. had to hit the nomadges <laughs> over the head with it. But, but, <laughs> but you know, just none of them had to be. None of them questioned it. Right. None of them went to the doctor and said, "What magic." No, and we, we didn't get the speech. We didn't right. get the, no, magic's not a thing. but We got the line at the end. Any high uh, science is indistinguishable from right. magic, which was a, a nice place to put that, if we're yeah. going to put it anywhere in the episode. Let's put it at the end, because we know it's coming. But, uh <laughs> see what I did there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I'll freely admit, this is very much, this this is this is my Doctor Who. This is what I like, is this kind of story. That's not to say that when they've pushed the envelope... On these other ones, like Rosa and and uh, the Punjab, those were fantastic. This isn't up to that level, no. but this was just a really nice, solid, enjoyable romp for me. Yeah. And, and this is kind of where, you know, I liked it probably better than uh, the Stitch episode because I can't pronounce <laughs> that one. That's <laughs>
1: that one, oh, yes, yeah. um, Sununga, Sununga, the Sununga conundrum.
2: conundrum. Um, I, I, I think I liked it better than that one, but it's not, you know. It's not up with, with the other two. So
1: I'd far. still put it above most previous historicals outside this season. Vincent of the Doctor, notwithstanding.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a high bar. Yeah, that would be an interesting uh, discussion topic. That would historicals with an asterisk next to it, <laughs> <laughs> and quotation marks.
0: Anything else you want to going to discuss about this one? I don't want anybody to think I didn't like the story because I did. I liked it. It's still And the enjoyable. performances were just, still phenomenal. Just, this and... was this was finally the valley for me. So.
2: That you're being much less vehement about this one than I was last week. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll give true. you that. Well, the of course, other... you, had a, you had the benchmark to go off of. I can't do that.
0: Well, no, no. I, I think for coming from your perspective, though, is you have felt frustrated the entire season. I've been elated the entire yeah. season. So it wasn't as much of a fall for me, or I, it wasn't much of a drag on me. I wasn't uh, just slodging up that hill trying to go, okay, eventually I'm gonna get a good episode. Whereas I've been, okay, maybe it's okay to come down the other side of the mountain for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, I, I I don't think I was as, as stricken by it as, as you were by Cumberland. But
2: Cool. I'm sorry you thought it was boring.
0: Uh it, you know there there were some exciting moments in it. There was there was some fun to be had there. There just there was long dry drawn out moments that I kind of thought. Okay. Oh, this was another thing I wanted to address. There was a point in this one, and this happened one other time this season. And it makes me wonder if it's become an editing gimmick when they're story editing these, when they're editing down the stories for these, that the, the things use the big pulse thing. And all of a sudden everybody's waking up later. Mm-hmm. The yeah. same thing happened in the, with the mine on that planet Of course. It happened very early. And there was another situation this year where they used that device to advance the story, and I, it makes me wonder if there were two parters maybe planned for this season, and when they decided that they did they they need they would rather spend the money on making fewer episodes. It makes me wonder I don't think the mine one would have been one of these but it makes me wonder if these scripts were edited down and they've done a really good job with the exception of there's always one little hiccup in them I wondered if they edit these stories down and that's I'm just a, not sure where the rest of the story would have gone for on. this though
1: because that was so near the end I think the other one it was Arachnids
0: well yeah but I think you can slide I think you can slide that element beyond but you realize you've still got you know, you may have trimmed out enough, but you've still got an hour and a half long, or an hour and five or ten minutes long story. Oh, I see what you're so saying, that you make a they... quick spot. It's like several little edits that work, and then you've got just to do one cut. You know, one slice. You're not saying, saying it would have been hard an episode edit. break, it right? Exactly. Just... That well, would have been the episode break. It but just it could have been. been. It could
2: have been that they went through the whole town with the mud monsters, and then they backed all their way up to the castle. Well, then, you they, know, they you certainly you, could have been, but I don't, know, I don't think but... you
0: would. That would have unbalanced a two-part episode. By doing it that way, too, I think. Yeah. But but yes, I think maybe somewhere there has to be a hard edit. And they realize, okay, this is where we're going to hard edit. Story.
2: This one, I, I know the spot you're talking about. This one in particular, I thought it was a commercial break. It felt <laughs> like a full-blown... Well, goes to black. Boom. Fade to black. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. And I was waiting. <laughs> and then my brain went, no, there isn't a... Not in Dr. Doctor- Oh, she's opening her eye. Okay. There's another I mean, instance a...
0: of that happening early in the season, and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. Was it in the arachnids one? No. I don't. Know, just it, it. It just kind of made me think. I wonder if there were a few stories that they had maybe started writing as a two and i know i'm not even sure they probably got it entirely written as a two-parter but you had written so much material for the script going towards that goal of being a two-parter that it may have come in over times anyway so they've had to cut these or even these these are all new writers to the
1: show so maybe they they i don't know what this writer's background has been but maybe i have to wonder if it's a chibnall cheat yeah, you know. because just the scripts in general are right, too long. Right. I,
2: I wonder if it's not... Maybe
1: um, not even two-part, just could be
2: over stuff. Just the whole writer's room is like, oh, I got this great thing. It's going to be this epic two-parter. It's going to be this. And then he comes in the room. I just told him we're not going to do any two-parters this year. <laughs> throw the <my> paper out. <laughs> the one that got me was when the Mudmen first show up in Moss, and then we go to that overhead shot of the forest and the fog as they're running away. And then we cut back to the fact that they have run away, and I felt like, <laughs> where, where, where was, the, where was the chase? Where was the stumbling through the woods? And you know, that was kind of a, 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 a cheat, kind yeah, of a dissolved yeah. cheat or something. You know, I don't care about this drone shot of the forest. I want to, <laughs> I want to go down to the ground. Where's the mud men? <laughs> yes. but, or mud women? As, as the the grandmother was the leader, but yeah. Cool. And, and the queen, the king never made it out of the, never made it out of the tree. All right, Sean, what are we gonna come up on the schedule? Well, coming up on the schedule, we have uh, what is this? Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Two more weeks of new hue. That's N U for those of you that like to spell. Um, Stop it. <laughs> poke the bear. Poke the bear. <laughs> poke the bear. I'm gonna poke you with the mud man later. <laughs> um, what is the next one, Keith? It's. Um, it takes you away. Yeah, another horrible title. It
0: takes you away. Oh, sorry.
2: Well, now you've sung it. It's got to be. <laughs> I don't know any more about it. That's <laughs> that's your opening music for next nah, no, week. Nah, I don't think so. I miss doing that. (laughs) Um, It Takes You Away will be our discussion topic for the following week. And then I'm not even going to try and pronounce uh, the finale. Season 10 has got a mouthful of syllables and consonants and a very sci-fi sounding name, I think. If I could pronounce it, I would. Uh, So we've only got two more weeks left of that. And as always, yes, we encourage you to send us feedback and your thoughts on this season. And if you're digging it or not, be like Holly. Send feedback.
0: That's right. And if you dig in our podcast, uh, please consider uh, supporting us on Patreon. You can go to uh, patreon.com backslash travel the Vortex, and uh, you can uh, donate any amount there. Every bit helps. We appreciate it. And thanks to those already uh, supporting us. Is there anything else we want to talk about this week before we close it? If not, until next week, I'm Glenn. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you. Thanks for listening.